0: This is Combos Over Coffee with your hosts. My name is Maggie. And as always, accompanied by Stephanie. Tune in bi weekly as we share intriguing combos over our coffee choice of the week. Welcome back. This is our second episode. We do hope that you enjoyed our first one. Uh, we'll be doing a little recap of that first one, see if any other events unrolled with that. My coffee choice this week is kind of a lazy one for me. Um, I haven't really done anything today yet. Don't really expect to. Um, but it's like I... five. <laughs> You're like, I what? haven't done anything today yet. And
1: it's like the evening. The day is almost over.
0: I know. That's why I'm like, I don't expect to. <laughs> um. Okay, so recently I've been obsessed with these cappuccino versions of K-Cups. The caramel one is the one that I brewed today and I like my coffee a little bit stronger so I have to also brew a coffee K-Cup and mix them together. So that is my delicious warm beverage that I'm drinking today. Which
1: would be funnier if you were drinking a vanilla, because I could be like, oh my god, you're so vanilla. But it's like, I can't say, oh my god, you're so caramel. It just doesn't have the same (laughs) ring to it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) So wait, are you drinking the caramel that I brought you?
0: Mm, Yes, but I had to buy some more.
1: Well, I'm drinking the same thing, one of the, like, I think Great Value, Cappuccino, Caramel, K-Cups, but we all know that I like a little kick in my coffee, and I'm not talking espresso, although I would love an espresso machine. So if somebody can find me one that's small, cheap, and easy to use, and the pod things aren't going to be super expensive, that would be great. My old roommate and I were looking at one, and it just is so over my head that I gave up. But I decided to put rum chata in mine today. hmm <laughs> and because I know you're going to be bringing it up in the episode, I also think that occasionally we should start the podcast with some shots. So what I'm showing you right now are shots that I get from Total Wine, which is like the best liquor store ever. And this that is a is awesome. Miami Vice shot. So are you, are you ready? See, we should be doing shots together, but you're not.
0: Should. I don't ah. know. Okay, like we were just talking about before we started, I apparently make the choice to not keep liquor in my house like I'm some sort of sane human being. Um, That's probably going to change this week.
1: (laughs) So wait, are you saying that basically your hell week that we're probably going to get a recap on this week has made you realize that you need more alcohol in your house to cope with Ursula?
0: Uh, precisely,
1: yes. Knew it! Nailed it! So, last week was very hectic for me. I worked my security job doing the concert. Wu-Tang was really great and fun. I will say this, though. A lot of people didn't think that Method Man was going to be there, and he showed up. And one of my friends who went to the concert, I went to say hi to her She's like, that's Method Man, and I I said I know, but I also was like, maybe I wouldn't have known that was him, because he looks really fucking good. He's gotta be, what, in his 60s? But he looked young and buff and ripped and good. I mean, hey Method Man, if you're listening right now, do you want to teach me how to lift? Because you clearly know what you're doing, and I want to be as badass as you.
0: <laughs> I really speaking of that, I really need to get my butt in shape because I don't I just realized how out of shape I am and I I don't really like it.
1: Yeah, it's not really about being skinny or I don't know fit, but I just want to not be weak. And I want my shape to be a little bit more lean instead of, you know, having the tummy that a kitty likes pushing its little paws on because you're so comfy and like a blanket in a ball.
0: I know. (laughs) It's just so inviting for a kitty to come make biscuits.
1: Which I'm fine with, but I don't have a kitty and I don't want my tummy to bring all the kitties to the yard to make me... (laughs) feel like I have low self-esteem. I'm still kind of unwinding getting to hang out with friends and setting up other social gatherings and things. One of them I'll probably talk about next week. It has to do with fetishes. Tune in for that one. And unfortunately, I am postponing my trip to Iowa because uh, my security job had some extra shifts that came up out of the blue and then I forgot that I actually bought tickets to the dollop podcast show for Saturday the 14th at the Fitzgerald and you know it was really really hard because it's hard to sell your friends on an American history comedy podcast and be like no I promise it's really fun whereas like you're like hey do you want to go see the Wu-Tang Clan I mean Those are two different conversations. And some people don't like listening to podcasts, let alone going to watch one be recorded live.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But I finally
1: talked somebody into it, which is my old roommate and my first Minnesota best friend, Megan. So shout out to Megan for being the real MVP and taking one for the team to just come to something with me to make me happy she is the best nap boyfriend ever
0: <laughs> that's fun it's like this card game with wizard wizards and creatures and it sounds really nerdy but it's really super fun
1: it sounds like D, but as far as i know it's like D with cards instead of D. like doesn't D have little people that you can buy like little miniature figures and you kind of have a board or, and there's die, but isn't magic, the gathering just cards?
0: Yes. Yeah. So D and D I think you do actually have like a huge board and it is considered like a board game. Um, you have like your little, uh, figurines or whatever, if you will. And you have like dice and whatnot, but magic is just cards. Um, I mean, you have like a play mat that you like use with it, but it's all kind of like to protect the cards because some of them are like expensive. Um, but yeah, so we played last night in a group, uh, with our friends, like my boyfriend and I, and then tonight it's just going to be me and my boyfriend because he's going to be at work bored. So I get to go hang out with him and play magic. Which, once you're playing, our games can be anywhere from, like, an hour to two hours, but that time goes by so fast. Wait, did you say just you and your boyfriend are playing it? Tonight, yeah. You still have to target one person, but there are some instances where you could target multiple people, and then when you play just, you know, 1v1, you just target each other each time.
1: But wouldn't you and your boyfriend want to play against other people to try and get more cards and points and stuff?
0: We could actually do that too. Like it could be 2v2, which would be like two people versus two people. I think anyway, because then you would just kind of like group everything. It would be like a collective. And, you know you would have more life points you would have more damage points or whatever and I could just be talking out of my ass because I'm kind of a newbie still so I don't really know but I just know that it's fun to play in it is more fun to play in groups but it is also fun to play with you know like one person
1: I've always wanted to get into Dungeons and Dragons because I did date one guy who played it And, honestly, if I could just be, like, the commentator, I was Mm -hmm. really funny. I think that he got annoyed with it, but his friends thought it was hilarious. So, that's kind of what I want to do, is I kind of don't want to play myself, but I want to sit there and make funny, snarky comments, kind of like the show Mystery Science Theater 3000, where this human and then two robots would watch old movies and then just make fun of them and make snide comments throughout
0: them. I want to do that. (laughs) I think it would be fun, too, because when you think about, like, these games that are complex, but once you know them, they don't seem that bad. um, Because trying to tell someone who doesn't know anything about magic about magic is, like, hitting hitting them with a lot. But when... You learn it and you play it. I think it could be the same thing with Dungeons and Dragons. And it would be fun to play that as well.
1: Okay, so update on American Psycho Boy is he messaged me Sunday, the night before we're supposed to hang out, just as friends. Remember the friendship rates, $100 a hangout, reasonable amount of time. So, he's like, still want company if I bring cash? And I was like, Monday? Sure. Where do you want to meet? Because, again, I know what he's fucking trying to do. Uh So, I'm just gonna, you know, put it out there so that he can't ambush me, right? Of course. Your place? Question mark? Nope. Home's off limits. Just right away. Draw that line in the sand. And he's like, never mind.
0: So then, of course, I want clarification. <laughs> You're like, what? What do you mean? Why? Exactly. Don't wanna, like, go to dinner, go see a movie, go.
1: <laughs> no, he wants to book a reservation for my pants. That's what he wants ah. to do. Then, of course, he starts unveiling the truth. Mm. You know, just pull in that ribbon, open it up the package of fucking deceit, you lie. Liar face asshole. <laughs> he goes, I just wanted company, but I guess I'd rather hang out with somebody who likes me rather than somebody I have to pay. I don't want to pay you to resent me. I just want it to cuddle. Fucking knew it, Maggie. Fucking called it. I knew that he did this whole oh, I just want to be friends. I I really like you. You're a cool person. blah 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 blah, me 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 (laughs) my daughter would say thank you because that's from Finding Nemo but it's okay you'll get it you'll get there and then it suddenly becomes well I don't just want to be friends but I want it to cuddle with you so (laughs) he's like it's just nice to bullshit with you and I honestly like you as a person so I savage ass Stephanie over here goes Cuddling would be 200 an hour.
0: Uh, I would have been like, I'm glad we're finally on the same page because I don't like you and thanks for realizing.
1: Yes, but did you know that getting you can pay somebody to cuddle with you for money? Really? Yeah, there's a website called cuddlecomfort.com. <laughs> i swear one of my aunts was like oh my god this sounds like totally something up your side gig alley and i looked into it and you can set up for wherever you're in you can say that you host you'll go to their place you can make them get a hotel room it's all platonic cuddling clothes have to be on no touching of private parts like it is a thing and you can do like oh let's go to movie and cuddle let's cuddle on the couch and watch tv let's cuddle in bed it is a legit fucking thing
0: that's really awkward
1: yeah you're telling me (laughs) but he goes all jokes aside and i just again throwing the hammer down like i yes all jokes aside i haven't been joking since you went crazy on me, so I don't know why y- finally he's saying all jokes aside. I didn't know that he was capable of not joking, but I just throw out, friends don't cuddle. No. <laughs> now, I did have one man. I love him. He's wonderful. He might be a male version of me. Probably a little less eccentric, but close. I love him. He's great. He told me that he and a woman friend of his have been best friends for years. Sounds like a me and Rob situation. He Uh said that he and his woman friend cuddled all the time. Even with her husband in the house. Like he knew they were best friends. So all goes well for years, right?
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: Until it doesn't. Because you may be able to cuddle as just friends ten years ago, five years ago, two days ago. But there will be one day where somebody slides their hand into an inappropriate place. And it suddenly becomes American Psycho Boy pulling the, (laughs) I just want to be your friend who puts my hand in your pants. It's going to happen eventually. So... He said that he was like you know no dude stop and she just kept at it and then you know now they can't cuddle anymore she crossed the line okay so of course I throw the gavel down friends don't cuddle and he goes you're worth it and adult friends can cuddle good rebuttal it's like we're children nah Ah. Ha.
0: Nah, yaha Nah, then I'm like, dude, we're not even friends. <laughs> yeah,
1: we're not even friends. I don't want to cuddle with you. I don't want to be your friend. I just straight up told you the only way I will communicate with you, not even be your friend, but communicate with you, interact with you, is if you give me money to platonically interact with you. And you really think that I'm just gonna let you cuddle with me? Nah, I got better things to do with my time.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: and then he goes, I just can't afford it. But then he goes, you know my stamina. Winky face. Ah. Uh. <laughs> and I can't tell him now because when you're dating somebody, you're always supposed to make them think they're really good in bed, even if they're not. And then if you tell somebody that they're not good in bed after you've broken up, It's cliche, and it's like they'll never know if it's the truth or if you're just trying to hurt him. Yeah. So my rating of him is I'd say he's solid average. Average (laughs) in every category. And so for him to be like, you know my stamina, I'm like, eh. Like, you're not a freaking stallion. It's not like you went all night. You're not Seth. We can talk about him one day. He was fantastic. You're not my crazy ex in jail who we'll definitely talk about one day. He was amazing. Like you, you were okay. You were, I don't know, something on sale, a decent price that just did the job. You know, like you guys
0: had sex one time, right? Oh no.
1: A lot more times. Well, it depends. (laughs) Days or times? I think days twice, times, I don't know, maybe a handful.
0: Okay. But how far? Well, you only know him for like six days, right? Yeah. Okay. Because I was going to say, like, that could also be, like, he hadn't had sex for, like, a long time and he was just, like, really into it. But then, like, how is this going to be, like, going forward? Like, is your stamina really up to the challenge or whatever? Like, he just constantly brings in his stamina. And I'm like, is it really that good all the time? No, (laughs) no.
1: It's just like, if you're saying this is your stamina, honey, you're not getting an award for it. You would be lucky to get a second interview. It just depends on the other pool of applicants. Yeah, he is really proud of it, though. He sure is. (laughs) There. And so, you know, I just throw back a no. And then, again, he does the, just nice to share pizza with somebody once in a while. You taught me that. You tried to get me to eat your cold pizza and then told me to take off my pants. So he's, like, pulling the lamest goodwill hunting (laughs) speech on me. Like, you are not Robin Williams. You're not talking me up to find Minnie Driver, the love of my life literally, I tried to give you cold pizza and then told you to take off your pants. That's not a Romeo and Juliet story, although, you know, their story didn't end well. But it's not a When Harry Met Sally. He's really, really grasping here to be like, yeah. like, are are you going to tell your daughter this story one day? Like, oh, the girl whose vagina got away. I... She tried to share her pizza with me, and I said, no, I'm good. So she ate it and then told me to take my pants off. She could have been your stepmother. Oh, if only life were fair. He's such a fucking idiot. So I just go, absolutely not. And then he sends the smiley face with the, like, I don't know, the, the eyes that are, like, make it, like, really cheesy. I'm like, yep, well, good luck with that. Throw him the deuces. And he's like, thanks for chatting with me again. If you do ever want to just hang out and enjoy each other without me talking, let me know. But probs not. And then the little cheesy, like, mouth, slightly agape face. And I'm savage, and I'm like, I won't. And he goes, I know, it's a shame. And I go, not for me. So, first of all, I just, I yeah, I would love to to not talk to you but I can do that not in person so let's just start there just cease all contact and then he's really leaving it open to where I could have him tied up duct taped gagged I could have him in the trunk of my car I mean he's not being really specific so I'm just saying that I could really take that and have some liberties with it And I don't think he could really do much. You know, he left it open. Yeah. (laughs) So then he's just a dick and he's like, I am okay with what you believe, but it's a double standard with you. You hate me because of how I feel. I never said you were wrong. I just don't understand where I went so wrong. I'm just hoping for some clarity so maybe I can do better. I'm an adult and I'm not. Hard headed. I'm pretty open minded to people doing what they feel is right. My opinion has to do with my life and choices, no one else's. And I will save my long ass rant back to him for
0: next week. <laughs> I literally feel like that whole message, though, was just like baiting you. Yes, it was just baiting you to like argue with him or like have some some sort of like rebuttal, some sort of response basically just to keep you talking to him. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, we're done. Like you're not going to pay me. I don't want your friendship. I don't want your company. Nothing. I'm good. We're done. (laughs) Yeah. I don't want
1: anything from you. I want nothing to do with you. I've told you not to contact me multiple times and you say, all jokes aside, but then he's still doing, like, the the smiley faces is an LOL to get into my pants. And uh-huh. I hate when dudes do this. It's the, like, sitting by you and doing the yawn arm around you because they're too scared to be for real. Like, he could have just been like, hey, um, I know you're over this, but do you want to be friends with benefits? And it would have been like, No.
0: Yeah. Like, why don't you just be straight up if you're so mature?
1: Because he's not, and he's a little pussy-ass bitch. (sighs) Yeah. I mean, I hate to offend any pussies or bitches or assed bitches out there, but (laughs) he is definitely a little, insecure, small, tiny man who... I I don't even want to use the term man. He's, like... A man child. He's so immature and he's insecure, but then he comes off as cocky and confident, thinking that that will help. When you can totally tell that there's something wrong with him deep down, and then he comes out lashing out you and just coming at you in a whole way and just overreacts and doesn't stop and think. And ugh,
0: ugh, 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 <laughs> ugh. Literally, though, in every like conversation that you guys have had. He's all jokey until you're like, no, I'm not joking. And then he brings out his, like, cocky side. And is just like, oh, no, like, I didn't mean that. I can, you know, I'm fine by myself. I was just seeing if you wanted. But then he's not
1: fine by himself because he wants somebody to cuddle with. And he wants somebody to eat a pizza with. And I'm sorry, guys, but I had another guy I went on a date with we'll talk about next week, too. It was a... Daytime date, museum. He tried to hang out with me again too, which, you know, I was just like, dude, I've grounded myself until I'm done editing and uploading my podcasts. But he tried the whole, you know, oh, do you want to go see this movie? It's better to see a movie with somebody else. And I'm just like, you dudes need to stop that because I would rather go see a movie by myself, eat a pizza by myself, do whatever by myself, then fucking hang out with somebody that I do not want to be with. I probably should have just gotten one ticket to the podcast for this weekend because trying to find somebody who doesn't like it or doesn't know if they like it isn't going to be near as much fun as if I just went by myself and met other people who liked it. You know what I mean? I have no no problem going to shit by myself doing stuff by myself, the pizza's gonna taste just as fucking good Mm -hmm. without somebody else there. And yeah, you can't really cuddle with yourself. Although, I do have this sweet-ass pregnancy pillow that I got a few years ago, and that is so much better than cuddling with some fucking motherfucker that I do not want to have touching me (laughs) at all.
0: Honestly, I mean, I love Alec, but sometimes we like, have two different, two different of, like, likes or whatever, you know, I'm trying to say, like.
1: Like, likes or cuddle styles? Like, where are we going with this conversation?
0: Well, I was talking about the pizza. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So, like, because I like meat and veggies, and, like, probably more veggies than meat, but I like, like, sausage. And then he just likes all the meats and, like, maybe, like, one veggie. And so we can usually agree on, like, one thing, but then I'm just, like, I would so much rather order myself a pizza, get what I want (laughs) from where I want. (laughs) And instead we have to, like, compromise on, like, this, what, in my opinion, is, like, a mediocre pizza, and to him it's, like, amazing.
1: Yeah, Which, is like,
0: fine, whatever, but I say that to him all the time. I'm like, can we, like, just once get something that I actually want?
1: Oh. So when I dated Ryan, we would do the same, and he would be like, no, let's just get what you want. And I'm like, we can d- get two different kinds of pizza, or we can go to two different places, but it was too much of a pain for him they he's like, no, we'll just do your thing, or... I just like, just get fucking whatever you want. Like, you can get... Yeah. A burger and I can get pizza we we can do stuff like this
0: yeah which like I think we both don't like going back out after we've like been home sometimes (laughs) not all the time but so like sometimes if we are going to go out and get food I'll just be like okay so what do you want and then I will choose something like around there if I actually want something different so sometimes we'll go to like. Talk about and like Jimmy John's or something because they're like right across the street from each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> so, this week you will get to hear about one of the most manipulative, condescending, truly evil men that I have known. And I know other people who have worked with him and for him who just say what a horrible narcissist he is. I truly think that he has no soul. I'm so surprised he isn't a murderer because you know how people talk about in serial killers their dead eyes. He doesn't have dead eyes, but as a person, it just seems like he has no feelings, no soul and nothing horrible that he does bothers him i met abe while working for the hoity-toity restaurant of a casino the very high end i started as a server assistant so you know bread water busing but it was a decent wage and you got tip share so i still made a ton of money Then eventually, I transitioned into serving part-time. It was very hard to get a serving job there because people who were servers there were servers there forever. Like, they did not leave. They knew the high rollers. They knew everyone. You know, they had a dedicated chef. He is the chef. He does all the dishes. He's renowned. It was just that sort of environment. And when
0: I misses met- like that. Sorry. No, you're good. Pl- places like that are really weird because we also worked together at a country club and that was very much the vibe there too. Like people that had been there were there for years and they knew the people. They kind of they had established themselves there. And so coming in as a new person was really hard. Well, yeah, because then they're
1: like Oh, where's Maggie tonight? She always works Thursdays. And you're like, "Um, I'm new here. I have no idea who Maggie is. And like, you know all about their lives. They know all about your lives. You want to work the holiday events, not just for the money, but it's like you're also spending Easter with these families who they could be spending Easter or Christmas with their families. And they do. But the country club would make these events on certain days, and it's like they always showed up for the Christmas event. They always showed up for the Easter event, and there'd be the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus. And it's like this whole little community and family that you're a part of, even though you're mm-hmm. not really a part of, even though you're technically serving them, Right? They they want you to be serving them. It's not like you know oh you hey servant snap snap whatever they have this renowned server who knows hey we want our salads but don't ring in our entrees until you see that we're halfway through our salads and you just know that about them and they will tip you a ton because you remember that one little thing or you know oh hey mr so-and-so is in tonight and he loves the lobster bisque, or he always comes in on Thursdays, so make sure to tell Chef to have the lobster bisque tonight, and there's just this mutual respect and camaraderie that you're part of their family, even though you're their server.
0: So I'm guessing this guy, though, he was a higher-up, and he was not like our wonderful higher-up that we had at the country club. Wait,
1: when I met him, He wasn't a higher-up. Oh. Yeah. He was a line-level server, and he was very good at his job, very meticulous. I mean, think dead-on-the-inside serial killer who—think Patrick Bateman from American Psycho, okay? I mean, just well-groomed, always had his clothes perfect, pressed, you know, clean fingernails, um, very well took care of himself— which, mm-hmm. again, just sounds like, yeah, you want somebody to be professional and good-looking and clean. hmm But if you know the movie American Psycho, it's more like an obsession that he has to put on this perfect human suit so nobody knows what a devil or demon he is on the inside. Right. That's more like this guy. And by the way, guys, I feel very bad for Maggie right now because we video chat to do these, and I had to switch out chairs because my desk chair is squeaky. So I'm sitting on my yoga ball chair, and I can't help but just sit here and bounce the entire time. <laughs> but it's, it's like I'm getting a good workout also. Like, my butt and thighs are getting a workout, but she just sees me telling this story while <laughs> bouncing like a freaking toddler. <laughs> it's entertaining. I mean you're swaying back and forth in your chair which I would be doing too but I can't cuz it's squeaky. Yeah. <laughs> this will be our workout podcast time. Talk about I just need some dumbbells to be you know strengthening those arms.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> I really should stop though cuz then my legs are just going to hurt. <laughs> did, I, <laughs> did I have sex all
0: day today? Oh. No, but sort of. Whoops. <laughs> Calm down. You're just going to sit at a show tonight. I know, but then my
1: butt will hurt, and then it's going to be weird. We're going to get kicked out when I ask Megan to start rubbing my butt, and they'll be like, ma'am, you can't do that here. I'm like, it's not sexual. I was just bouncing on a ball all day. Don't ask.
0: <laughs> like, my butt muscles are just stiff. I'm cramping up over here. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: Abe and I meet. He's really nice, takes me under his wing, He's so fun and funny, and one of the fondest memories that I have of him is that he tried to tell me that he could pull the tablecloth off of a table, and this is just like at the country club where you had a wine glass, water glass, regular fork for dinner, salad fork, knife, spoon, they brought out a soup spoon. There's the bread and butter plate with the bread and butter knife on it. Then the perfectly folded napkins, all this stuff on the table. So I was just like, you can't fucking do this. He's like, yes, I can't. And I'm like, no, you fucking can't. goes back and forth. (laughs) So he takes the tablecloth and he pulls it. Everything breaks. (laughs) And I just look at him like, oh my God. Dad's going to be so mad at us. And Dad would have been Jesse, the assistant manager. And he just says, I think the last time I did that, it worked because there were no B&B plates on the table. Okay. (laughs) And I was like, well, yeah, because those are the heaviest fucking part. So (laughs) then, you know, we quickly clean it up and hopefully nobody comes in and figures out or tells on us or anything. It was so funny. And then... You know, we kept getting closer. There was this other girl there who said that she had dated him and he's such a jerk and a gaslighter and manipulative. But she was like that token crazy girl that worked with us that always embellished things. So then it's one of those like the girl who cried narcissist. You can't believe her because she lies and twists stuff so much that when something's real... You don't believe her because she's lied so many other times.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, we go out for my twenty-first birthday, and finally, I can drink with everybody else. And we go to Jack's. Is it Jack's off of Locust? Um. That bar that like looks like a house that's right by a bunch of houses, but it is a bar.
0: Maybe. Yeah, I feel like I know what you're
1: talking about. So we go there. We go to a couple other places. I remember we went to Max, and he took my shoes and threw them behind the bar. So then, of course, everybody's like, let's go to the next bar. And I'm like, I can't. I don't have any shoes. And they're like, where are your shoes? And I was like, Abe took them and threw them behind the bar. So they get my (laughs) shoes back, and we go on to the next bar. So then, I remember at Jack's, I was playing, like, that fucking golden tee golf game. And, like, I roll the thing, and I did a really good shot, and then I jump up like, yay! And I accidentally knock my knee right into the machine and, like, cut my knee.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Yes. So then as the night winds down, everybody's going home, and Abe offers to give me a ride home. To Hmm. his home. Where we're going to take off our clothes and have sex.
0: Ah. <laughs>
1: yeah. So that happened. Then we start talking about possibly dating. Like, are we going to have sex again? Are we just going to be friends with benefits? Are we going to date? What would that be like while working together? Blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So everything goes well until he gets promoted to assistant manager. And then... The assistant manager gets promoted to manager, so on and so forth. Well, then all of a sudden, the story that Katie was spinning starts to make sense. I start living her story. He starts gaslighting me and being manipulative. So when I'm a server assistant, I'm supposed to help the servers do all of their work and side work and go above and beyond and help them do more than I should be doing but then when I'm a server it's no the server assistant shouldn't be helping you with that if you can't do that then maybe you shouldn't be a server wow yeah so he obviously has power and control issues and loves abusing his power and it just I take it for as long as I can there is something that I forgot I haven't again I'm 39. this happened when I was twenty to 21 guys so I apologize. I did forget that when we were on good terms and he was the assistant manager, I wrote at the host stand his name was Abraham Blair. So I was trying to come up with a nickname for him and I wrote down like three different ones and he came over I was like what are you doing? And I showed him and I was like, which one do you like the best? He chose, and I don't remember what the other two were, but he chose for us to refer to him as Abe Dolph Hitler because he was so meticulous. He was like the Hitler of the place that we worked, the fancy casino restaurant. So this joke goes on for a while. All of a sudden, you know, he's up and down with me, whatever. Then, one night, he gets mad at me for something, and I put on the host stand, all hail Abe Dolph, you know, because he's being all Hitler-y, like he always yeah. is. And he chose this name. So then, he sends me home for being insubordinate.
0: Wow. And I was like, What? That seems really weird that, for one, that's the nickname that he chose and then goes along with it for a while. And now he wants to, in a sense, like, abuse his power and, you know, change the whole story.
1: Yeah, and it's like you didn't ever say, hey, don't call me that anymore. So he just decides all of a sudden, oh, I'm going to use this. So then I was so upset because I'm so good at my job and so helpful and he's blindsiding me with this and now I'm being sent home from my job for like no reason. So as I'm gathering my stuff, I'm crying my eyes out. Everybody's like, what's going on? So then I tell the chef, you know why I'm so upset? And I just unleashed and I'm like, Because ever since my birthday, when I slept with him, we talked about sleeping together again or dating. And then he decided not to date me, which is fine. But then he's been really mean to me and abusing his power and making my life an ever-living hell. For the past, I think it was nine months, I dealt with this, Maggie. Nine months. And again, I'm a 21-year-old girl who is a single mom Like, I have a toddler. This is just so overwhelming for me. And if you don't want to sleep with me again or date me, that's fine. But then, you know, he starts abusing his power and treating me like shit. And I... There's no way that I can prove it. Like, we kept us sleeping together a secret. And the only thing that I have as semi-proof is the girl who had this happen to her. And it's like, you know how all the things she said, blah, 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 blah. The same thing has been happening to me. It's real. It's true. But then, you know, she doesn't want to get in the middle of it. So it's just super complicated. So at the end of the day, the casino looked into it. All they could prove was that I was spreading drama by saying... That these things happened that couldn't be proven I eventually get fired for starting drama which is in their policy is not allowed and they don't want now the Mm -hmm. interesting thing guess who put in their two-week notice the day that I get told I'm being let go was it the girl no it was him
0: That's weird.
1: So, he quits, probably because everybody knows he's a fucking liar. He's been unmasked, so he can't keep up this facade. This girl, I haven't talked to her in years, she scared the fucking hell out of me. She was so strong and so just, you know, have you ever worked with that person at a job who's like, been there forever knows her shit doesn't like new people because then it's mistake here mistake there oh my gosh let me just do it i've got this you're just making it harder
0: yeah that's kind of how ursula is (laughs) she's been there that long well she's been there the long Well, maybe, like, the second longest out of everyone. She's been
1: there for, like, seven years. Oh, shit. Okay, then, yeah, like Ursula. (laughs) She, when you had her respect and friendship, you were a really fucking good employee. You know what I mean? You kind of had to earn your spot with her. She straight up went to him and said, You know what you did. You're quitting anyway. Why don't you just tell the truth so she can still keep her job? She's a single mother, and you are getting her fired. He, this is the dead, dead eyes, even if he didn't have the actual dead eyes. This is the no soul. He always stood with his arms behind his back, straight up, chest puffed out, and he just looked her in the eyes. She tells me all this, and I know his mannerisms. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Wow. That's that's
1: eerie. It reminds me of Resident Evil when that little girl voice, I think it's the first Resident Evil, could be the second, where that little girl voice goes, you're all going to die down here.
0: Just so sweet.
1: Matter of fact. You know, like, that's what he was like. I don't know what you're talking about and he has made my life hell in one than trying to get a new job in restaurants. I actually had to switch over to retail because he completely put a black mark on me and then I couldn't go to any restaurant he had worked at or for to where it haunted me through when I was I think Late 30s, I applied at the Barrel House, had a great interview. Then the manager goes, oh, yeah, I'll get you set up with a second interview, blah, 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 talking this, that, and the other thing. Yeah, you'll be interviewing with our, either it was GM or district manager, Abraham Blair. Nuh-uh. Do you think that I got a second interview?
0: No. Nope i would have just then and there said myself i would have been like oh no thank you i'm not interested
1: no because it just proves my point of what a horrible person he is that i actually did nothing wrong Mm -hmm. he screwed me over he got me fired even though he was leaving he still had to keep his little story then years later i nothing has changed i can't work for him because he won't let it happen. He, oh, I have the power, you're not getting this job. And I am one of the best servers out there. You've worked with me. I've worked in a variety of serving jobs from fine dining to family to chain to small, individually owned. And he just, ah, evil, evil. Like this is a person who should just be hit by a bus and taken off of the earth because he is nothing but horrible to people but in the most subtle ways even one of my friends who worked for him was like oh blah 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 this guy and I was like what's his name because that sounds a lot like somebody I worked for and then she told me and we both just compared stories and I was like well don't sleep with him because he'll fuck up your entire life So, that is... That's horrible. Abe Dolph hit (laughs) Blair.
0: That is... I cannot believe that he... Well... So, he did what he did to you, and that whole thing ran its course. And then he went on to quit just so that, like, his name wouldn't be slandered in, like, the sense that he led yours to be, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And that's uh, just horrible. Yep, it's
1: like all those scandals where it's like, oh, well, if you'll just quit, then we won't have to have this on your record and you can start clean somewhere else, even though they're totally fucking guilty of it.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yep. So,
1: I, I hope you enjoyed your chosen story. <laughs>
0: I did, very much so. All hail the Nazi restaurant king. Do you know anything? Is he, like, still around in the area? As far as I know. Wow. mm
1: -hmm. I think he's still in the restaurant business.
0: I mean, to be completely honest, I don't ever want to serve again. Especially, and it's not only, like, the choice that I don't want to do it, it's also because I feel like it messes up my body too much like i feel like i have a lot of undiagnosed things um like carpal tunnel or something like that and it's just it's more pain than it is like worth and as i've gotten older i feel like i'm not really like personable anymore get off so... my lawn
1: uh we're <laughs> at a restaurant
0: get out of my section
1: yeah be like nope don't sit there <laughs> Well, yeah, you get tired of being fake nice to people who are terrible. Like when I worked at Granite City and for the Unlimited Mimosas, it is one per person. So if it's, let's say, I don't know, $10, we'll just say $10 even, then each person has to pay $10. It's not like it's $10 for the table and everybody gets it and some woman had somebody bring her a wine glass or a a champagne flute and she was drinking her boyfriend's unlimited mimosa and so then i charged them for it because she's having the unlimited also and she Uh got mad she argued with the manager and the manager did what i hate where he's like okay well we'll let you do it this time because you clearly didn't understand even though you know she did and uh-huh. so then they got this unlimited mimosa, tons of booze for free and i wasn't going to get tipped cuz now she's pissed at me and my manager didn't back me up and it's just like you know i'm i'm too old for the oh sure of course you're right when some customers are just assholes
0: yeah I had this lady who was a complete asshole, another co-worker of mine, and then she continued to call back so that she would get another person, and I got her, and she, you know, like, cursed out that person that she had talked to, called her a bitch, so on and so forth, and then had the nerve to say, well, I think that I should get, you know, like, whatever it was, because... The customer is always right and I was like not in this case ma'am like I don't need you talking to me like that or like you know my co-workers we're all just trying to do the same job here and essentially when we start off every conversation we are trying to help you but you need to have a little respect for other people
1: well yeah and the people who think the more I yell and the louder I get and the more ridiculous I am They'll just Uh give in to me to shut me up. And I really appreciate, shout out to every manager, boss, supervisor, whoever who goes, no. Or I was willing to work with you, or I would have worked with you if this, or just saying, I'll do what I can for you, but our policies are this, that, and the other thing, and there's nothing that I can do for you. But always follow up with, you can't treat people like this. Mm -hmm. That should be first and foremost. Like you cannot talk to other people like this. My employees like this. This is doing nothing to solve your problem.
0: Exactly. Um, Should I go into my story for the week? Okay. So it gives a background to the beginning of hell week um, I was calling it Hell Week because partly because of Ursula and her need to go above and beyond for whatever self-actualizing reason that she was coming up with in her brain. Um, she did actually calm down during Hell Week, but the thing was, she, she had a lot of personal things going on. Um, it was kind of like, you know, she was dealing with a lot of stuff behind closed doors. Leave and... that shit
1: behind the closed doors.
0: You're supposed to
1: check <laughs> your shit
0: at the door. <laughs> so, like, she was late on her period that week, and her husband was not being supportive. She didn't have an outlet um, to follow up. And she hadn't gone to therapy yet. She was just in this like rut and she was having to deal with it all by herself which wait do we
1: know why she was freaking out about not getting her period like does she have kids does she not want kids did she cheat on her husband and so it would have come out that like oh well we haven't had sex so now you're gonna find out that i cheated on you like what's the underlying issue with her being late on her period and obviously that's stressing her out
0: So that's what we were trying to figure out all week, like all of us co-workers, because even though we had had this friendship prior to an entire week where she wasn't talking to any of us, she was totally like secluded. Um, She was, I feel like she was taking out her stress on like her job act or her job performance. And so we were all trying to figure out because some guy An ex of hers from her past she found out now lives in the area. And this guy was, like, her crutch. This guy was, like, her one-that-got-away guy. So am I right?
1: Did she go (laughs) meet him and fuck him and now she might be pregnant with his baby? Oh, my God, I know it!
0: She ended up telling us that she had had a lot of worrisome symptoms. And she was also eight days late on her period. Um, which these symptoms honestly gave the vibes of a miscarriage, and I think that is what, you know, raised such anxiety about it that she just didn't know how to control. And I'm not even honestly sure if she told her husband about all of this. Um, There was one day, I think it was Thursday, she had, you know, this really bad back pain and coupled with her other symptoms of whatever health issue she had. So she made this big deal. She made a doctor's appointment. They were going to order testing for her. She went home for the rest of the day. And there we are already short staffed. um, Just being like, okay, whatever's going on with her. Hopefully she gets it figured out. Fine. Come the next day, she comes into work. Fine. She continues. She gives us an update on her story Basically being that, oh, I feel better. I don't need to do any of that. You know, maybe it was just a fluke. Um, no,
1: she's lying. Um, <laughs> for sure. You know, if you do something and you do something potentially wrong, don't tell everybody. So why, <laughs> why did Ursula go, I'm going to tell everybody my business, be mm-hmm. very explicit with it, and then... Once I find out what it is, it's obviously not something I want to share with everybody. So I'm just going to be like, oh, they figured it out. I'm all okay now. It's like, okay, well, we know you're lying. And she doesn't have to tell you guys anything. She doesn't owe it to you. But you put it all out there and made a spectacle of it and put all of these ideas into people's heads. And then you're just like. Oh, it's over. Let's not talk about it. Nobody, nobody be curious or look into it. So I think she banged this dude. She got pregnant. She might've been having a miscarriage or maybe it was symptoms of being pregnant. And then she mm-hmm. got the plan B pill and now all that is gone away. That is my professional, unprofessional, very far removed opinion. <sighs>
0: I really do feel like there was more to her story, especially seeing as it affected her for two weeks at work. I don't know how her demeanor was at home, but I guess like the moral of the story that the way I'm going to tell it is, is that I just think that, yes, everybody goes through things, everybody, you know, they experience things in a different way. But I'm a firm believer in just being like professional and being kind and stuff like that at work, basically to anyone, but especially at work. Like work and home should be different. It's kind of like church and state. There should be a line. They should be different. They have their own things. Like you can talk about your personal things at home with your family. Hopefully you have that support system. But at work, even if you have friends at work, great. That makes, like, the whole coworker relationship better. But I do feel that there are some things that don't need to be shared that can stay in your personal life. Um, And I just feel like the whole stress of the situation overcame her and so that she was being rude and short and bossy in her work life, and it was just not needed. Like, everybody was asking questions. What is wrong with her? You know, does somebody know something, somebody doesn't? Kind of being like, a someone more, like, closer with her in the work environment that knows what is bringing this about? And we had no clue until she let it all break loose after she was quote-unquote fine Well, so Um. what she
1: needs to do is, um, again, this is why therapy is so paramount because then you have that person and you can get emergency therapy sessions or just tell Mm -hmm. your boss, I need to work half days or something. Like when I had that whole bank robber thing going on at one of my jobs and no, I didn't work at a bank and somebody didn't rob the bank I worked at. Um, We'll we'll get to that story eventually. Here, let me just write that and add that to the list. Um, That one though might be if we get to be big and have live shows like the dollop one that I'm going to, that would be a story for then. So I might save that one. So if you guys wanna hear that, like, share, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your enemies bump into somebody on the street by accident like oh I'm so sorry have you heard of the podcast Convos Over Coffee you should listen it's phenomenal then you'll get to hear that story but (laughs) it stressed me out so much at work and I'm known to be very vocal and bubbly and talkative if you can't tell already and I was very quiet and all of a sudden I didn't want to you know, share certain things with the group because of the other person in the group. And I was like, I don't want them knowing fucking anything about me anymore. This, I can't trust this person. This is not necessarily safe for me or anyone and nobody else can know. And oh my God. So then, you know, you just say, yeah, I'm just going through some stuff, but you still try to be professional, do your job And, you know, if you need to talk to your boss, like, hey, I need somebody else to pick up the slack or, you know, I just don't want to talk about it. But you can't sit here and make a spectacle of it and then go, nothing to see here. Everything's fine. Go away. (laughs) Nope. No. Oh, I I have no recollection of saying all of those other things. No, no. Like, just don't, don't start none if you don't want there to be none. You know what I mean? Mhm. which I think is going to be a reoccurring thing that might become my catchphrase that I definitely didn't come up with but seriously <laughs> don't start none won't be none exactly and check your shit at the door take a vacation <laughs> go to therapy take a Xanax take daily Like stretch I don't know figure it out
0: I guess one thing that came out of it is she either had the realization or this experience for her was the straw that broke the camel's back so that she is going to, like, get on some kind of birth control or something like that to (gasps) regulate
1: herself. (laughs) Was she not on birth control? No. She
0: was totally pregnant (laughs) by the other
1: guy. I know it. I know it, Ursula. She was banging the sky. <laughs> I know it. Yeah, if you're going to cheat on anyone or your significant other, make sure you use condoms and are on birth control because you will definitely get found out when there's a baby or an STD or maybe both. So if you're going to do something wrong, do it the right way. Do it the right way, yeah. Well, and mainly, be safe. I mean, Mm -hmm. my daughter's dad, my running joke is that if he looks at somebody long enough, he'll get them pregnant. (laughs) And it's like, I've said to him, you know, whatever. You you have always been a cheater. You're always going to be a cheater. So why don't you just get fixed, and then you can cheat on your wife as much as you want and stop getting people (laughs) pregnant. Oh wow. I never did get an answer back to that but well I think the thing was is that he couldn't get fixed because I think his wife wanted to have more children with him but he didn't want to have any more kids not only with her but probably in general so you know he couldn't get fixed and then he cheats on her and you know the cheating is one thing but then when I get the phone call that like oh he got Cassie pregnant I was like sorry what? I'm on Ugh. vacation but this is the best phone call I've ever gotten. Tell me more. Why do you think I left him? <laughs> so again,
0: poor lady,
1: I don't condone cheating. I do condone safe sex and not bringing children into this world that you don't want. And that is coming from somebody who did not use condoms as much as they should have. Uh. Except- Listen, if there was one thing the baby daddy was good at, it was sex. How do you think I got pregnant? We didn't have enough condoms for as much sex as we had. Hopefully my (laughs) daughter never listens to this episode, but how do you think you came into this world? Sorry. But I just live and learn. You know, if you don't want kids, there are methods to prevent it, and you can have as much sex as you want. You don't have to have abstinence only as an option just get on birth control, have plan B now that it's available. There are options for abortions. I know that's controversial. Don't use it as a birth control. But this girl clearly banged her ex, not on birth control, didn't use protection or enough or it broke. And then she's freaking out And Laura knows if her husband knows, so then she has to use you guys as an outlet because she can't tell her husband. And then now it's like, no, no, nothing to see here. I'm fine.
0: (laughs) Vagina's normal again. What are you talking about? I'm totally fine. So weird. Yeah, extremely.
1: So what are your plans for this upcoming week?
0: let's see so this week will be more normal at work thank god woop woop. um now that somebody's on birth control
1: <laughs> buy Say, alcohol hey, is on the top of my list that was my mistake i'm trying oh. to shove xanax down her throat when i should have been throwing the pill down her throat
0: mm-hmm.
1: i knew it was a pill that would fix her problems i just didn't know which
0: one
1: okay what exactly. are you doing this
0: week so this week, I am—I have a couple meetings at work, which should be fun because that way I don't have to deal with actual work. Um, other than that, I, ooh, I have a dentist appointment. I'm actually very nervous about that because I haven't been to the dentist in quite some time.
1: I love the um, dentist. I love getting my teeth cleaned.
0: I hate the dentist. I mean, I love getting my teeth cleaned. But I just, it makes me so like anxious. nervous or anxious or whatever. And I just basically white knuckle the hand or the armrests on the chair and yeah, but I have that. So hopefully I will continue now that I have my first appointment. Finally, I'm a new patient, whatever. Um, other than that, I'm also getting some spooky nails done. <gasps> I'm so excited.
1: My brother's
0: girlfriend, who is the
1: mother of his child, her sister sells Color Street, so I bought some nails and I just removed my nail polish, so hopefully I'll put on some spooky nails. I think I'm going to go with the Frankenstein's Monster one, since that's, like, my favorite novel. What are you going to get? What kind of spooky nails?
0: So, I want to do, like, ghosts and pumpkins. Ooh. Uh, I don't know exactly what yet. (laughs) My nail girl is really creative, so we'll see what she comes up with.
1: Yes! I need to go to a nail girl, but I don't have enough money for that, so I'm my own nail girl. That might change in the upcoming weeks, which I'll talk about here in a
0: hot minute.
1: What else you got going on?
0: (laughs) Um, oh, did I say that I have some work meetings? Yes. Okay. Other than that, uh,
1: that's about it. So you've got work meetings, mm-hmm. spooky nails,
0: dentist um, appointment,
1: dentist appointment, and Magic the Gathering.
0: Yeah, definitely sprinkle some Magic the Gathering in there.
1: <laughs> well, when I'm less busy, we're going to have to, like, you'll have to give me a tutorial on it or something so I can be more in the know. Yeah. Okay, so what I've got going on this week, well, tonight, in about... 10 minutes, Megan will be here, and we're going to go see the Della podcast live, Dave Anthony, the gorgeous Gareth Reynolds, and then tomorrow, I have kind of like a date. I call them more like interviews, because more you're just seeing if the person that you've been talking to online, what they're like in person, so mm-hmm. we are going to go to The Minnesota Museum of Art. Ooh, that would be fun. Yeah. So, like, it's different. It's, we can talk about things. You're going to be looking at other things. And it'll bring up, you know, just different topics of conversation. Whereas when you're out to eat, there's all this anxiety of who's going to pay? What should I order? Should I order a drink? Should I not? Ugh. I want to go somewhere where we can talk. (laughs) actually have a conversation. Less pressure yes so i've got that going on then i'm going to be meeting this very interesting man after i've got like a late date and same thing kind of first meeting see if he is who he says he is he is what i would refer to as like a hustler so very same speed as me we both are very motivated have a lot of jobs he just happens to make a shit ton more money doing the things he does than (laughs) I do. He's like a brand ambassador for some companies. He's invested into other companies and seems to be a real go-getter. And the ambition that we both have is kind of what drew us to one another. So again, we'll see. Like I could go with vanilla basic guy or badass baller or maybe neither who knows then i've got this kickoff meeting at one of my part-time security jobs where like we're just gonna go hang out and party you know get the season going and get everybody pumped up so i'm doing that monday then i work my security job tuesday saturday then hopefully i'll be going on another hangout with the baller And he is going to treat me to a spa day on Wednesday to get my nails did. Ooh, that'll be fun. Yeah, mani-pedi. So I have a lot of guys who like a girl Mm -hmm. to have, like, a mani-pedi and have her hair all done. But it's like, that's a lot of money.
0: It is.
1: You want me to look like this gorgeous little Barbie princess, but then do you know how much hair, nails, massages, skincare, all that costs? You want me to look like a babe in all these sexy clothes? That's expensive. hmm Are you going to help fund this? Because if you want to parade me around and show me off, you got to chip in.
0: Exactly.
1: And it sounds <laughs> like he's like, girl, I got you. And I was like, ooh, I have not had a guy straight up go, I have got you let me take care of you, let me pamper you, so I already love this, I don't have to raise this one, and he's like, let me, let me do this for you, (laughs) but I also have an interview. For what? A parole officer. Ooh, okay. So the main thing is, is that I've been told by a lot of people that they would hate it, because They don't want to be in an office. They would rather go to their people's houses. And I'm like, no, I did that job as a behavior counselor and care coordinator, which is like basically a social worker without the license. And Mm -hmm. I hate having to get in my vehicle, out in the weather, out in the traffic, go to people's houses, have them not be there, have them not show up, have them cancel, push back. No, I'm going to sit in my office, comfortable, you come to me. Yeah. Then they talk about how it's a lot of report writing and meticulous. Hello, I have a master's in English. That is my jam. Yeah, like that's totally easy. (laughs) And I just finished my paralegal certificate. So, yeah, if it's court involved, that's all my background. Sounds Mm -hmm. perfect for me. The only thing is, now it's $5 more an hour than what I'm making right now. Nice. I might have to work in an office, still not bad, parking, annoying. But what I'm worried about is I still want to be able to flex my time. So this is more just, I I want to see if I want to do this. I, yeah. I don't care if they offer it to me or not. I want to make sure this is something I actually want to make this change. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much what I have going on. Thanks so much for listening to Convos Over Coffee. Like, share, subscribe, and rate our podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Maggie. And I'm Stephanie. Don't forget to email us with any questions, comments. I don't care about your concerns at over Coffee, the number two, at Gmail. ConvosOverCoffee,
0: the number two, at
1: gmail.com.
0: You can also go to our Facebook and we'll have the personality test and the attachment project quiz for you guys to take if you want to take them along with us this week.
1: Until our next convo. Bye-bye. Okay, okay, <laughs> see, that was good. That was see we'll get better.